Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So the Business Collective Podcast is helping you get from employee to entrepreneur, and it can be in the healthcare space, it can be in the general business space, basically, you know, retail, any kind of restaurant space, but anything that you've been thinking of, or that maybe you do as a hobby, and you are trying to get a leg up to change from hobby, which to me means you may not be monetizing your, um, your service or your tangible item, uh, or your space. And now you want to really try to figure out how to make that profitable, how to monetize it, which means make money, and how to move from employee to entrepreneur. So somebody who works for themselves. So in saying that this is also Women's Equality Month in August, actually, the day was August 26th, only because this is the anniversary month of when women could vote. So the 1920s. So we're excited to to just kind of celebrate that, even though this podcast is for all genders. Um, we want to really focus just because of the month we're celebrating on 10 negotiating tips for that every woman needs, and I call it in her arsenal, when you're dealing with trying to make sure that you're getting paid appropriately, that you are trying to really um, negotiate in your career, whether it be an entrepreneur or even your side hustle or just in your workspace. And so hopefully you'll find uh, this helpful and something that not only will take you to the next level, especially when it comes into uh, your field, but also in your workplace and really in your negotiation skills. So first of all, I want to talk about know who you're dealing with, whether it's a Fortune 500 executive or even a car dealership down the block. Know who you're dealing with. That's the first step towards negotiation and success. Know your audience. So understanding their background and familiarizing yourself with the logistics of their rank as well and their career can help you maneuver in negotiation. So doing your research on who you are negotiating with can make or break a deal for you. And I've seen that time and time again with my own clients uh, and experiences. You know, who, who are you talking to at the, on the front lines and at the, the level that you're speaking with trying to negotiate a contract even? The next thing would be, and this is number two, speak up. As women, many of us uh, can be hard on ourselves and afraid to really negotiate firmly. But I heard a recent speaker at one of the, the TED Speaks and being authentic and standing up for yourself starts by quieting that inner critic in you. So this critic is in all of us, but it's not your true self, no matter how much it feels that way. Your true inner voice is kind. It advocates for you. Um, and it knows that you deserve to reach those goals. So the more you speak up and speak for yourself, the louder that you will hear your authentic voice. And that is what you want, what you need. But again, with respect and a positivity. Next, and this is a really big one, and I see this not followed a lot by, you know, women entrepreneurs, um, females that are trying to break into that entrepreneurship, uh, and they've got competition, let's say, you know, with the on the male side. So 
be fair. So before demanding an unrealistic or perhaps undeserved ask in a negotiation, do your research. You know, look into what others with your level of expertise are also asking for and also talk to people who have more expertise than you do um, because you don't want to come off as some nutty feminism uh, person. You want and you don't ever want to use gender as a reason for the raise. That doesn't aid anybody. But as a female, you want to make sure that your negotiation skills are more about your qualifications, being fair, and that it's a deserved ask in that um, negotiation. So, so again, the first three, know who you're dealing with, speak up, you, you're your voice, be fair and not demanding in your negotiation tact- tactic. Now here's one, and I'm probably going to get cards and letters for this one, but leave your emotion at the door. Okay. Don't even show a glimmer of anger, annoyance, um, even too much excitement, but you want to have that calm, cool professionalism. Now, do I raise my voice when I get frustrated? I, my husband calls it that I get into my professional speak. So basically, you know, I'm talking like this and having fun, but then when I get somebody who gets on a nerve, I'm like, so, and I do get that, you know, that deep, you know, I I'm in charge voice, but try not to elevate that too much. Your emotions and even your micro expressions, they're likely being analyzed and assessed during every moment of any negotiations that you're doing. And that's really important to know because again, you're trying to negotiate your way into being that entrepreneur into your services, into your tangible item. Now here's something that I do, especially when I'm speaking, when I'm told I'm going to do a short segment, um, when I'm trying to learn a new topic, practice. You know, even if you need to hire a coach or talk in the mirror, get a friend or colleague to run through scenarios with you, especially if there are sample questions, maybe something will come up in your negotiation and you want to be prepared. And practicing to say anything out loud is always a good interview tactic as well. But it just, it kind of sticks with you when you actually use that kind of uh, insight to, to figure out how you want it to come out. So practice it, do it to a trusted friend, but try to say it out loud as well. The next one is make a list. It's a mistake going into any negotiation without writing down exactly what your goals are ahead of time and knowing exactly what you'll accept and not accept. Um, think about it as in real estate, you know, going to look at a house and you know what your budget is or going to negotiate for a car and you know what your budget is and, you know, don't let anybody tell you what, you know, how you run your business or what it is. And also, you know, don't wait for a boss to say, here are your benefits. Ask for what you want instead and you're making yourself more powerful by writing down a proposal of your requirements on what you're bringing to the table. I also tell this to my clients who are negotiating contracts with insurance payers. I'm in the healthcare field, as most of you know, and one of my um, you know, uh, skills that I also try to instill in them is how to negotiate payer contracts. But they basically come to a contract. They don't have a list of their wish, you know, wish lists and, and what they are willing to accept. They just basically say, I want everything. And it, it's just kind of a free for all, but it's a mistake going into any kind of negotiation without write, writing down exactly what your goals are. And then of course, get everything in writing. In any negotiation, you can be promised the moon, but unless you get it in writing, you're not guaranteed anything. That's something that a lot of people have learned the hard way over the years. And it's worth you know, pushing it for the paperwork to back up everything that's said. 
Um, I was just talking to my daughter, who is a teacher looking for um, getting into high school, going transitioning from middle school. And I said, have a pad and paper there so you can write down everything you heard, but also make sure that when they come back to you, go over what the talking points were so that you can compare it to the contract they're going to offer you so that nothing's left out and you get what you want. And this is a hard one, especially if I'm mentioning my daughter for her. This is a hard one for anyone, especially us females, because we like to get our words in and say what we want to say. But use silence. Okay, that's number eight. Put your offer on the table and then stay silent. My brother actually taught me that rule, and it's a hard rule. Human nature will tempt you into filling the quiet, but don't. Just use your silence as a benefit. So put on the table what you want, negotiate, and then just wait and wait for them to respond. And, you know, one of the things that is tough for me when I deal with either, um, you know, uh, anything within business or if I'm dealing with friends or anybody in conversation is somebody who's an over talker where they don't let that person get out everything let them finish and then wait for an opening. And that doesn't just mean filling the quiet. It means waiting for an opening. I know sometimes when, when I speak or I'm trying to think of something, I actually get into arguments with this with my husband because he'll try to finish my sentence. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about how I want to say it. Don't finish it because then I lose my train of thought. And I just want to make sure that I say it the correct way not that I'm necessarily politically correct, but that it comes out correctly so that you're getting all the information and the other person on the other side will actually appreciate you using your silence as a benefit. Number nine, act for what you want. So this is kind of like dress the part. So talk, think, and dress for what you want, not, not with what you have, what you want. You don't need to spend you know a ton of money on designer clothes, but it's possible to look the part. So whatever that might be for your profession, make sure you come across very polished on your reasonable budget, but make sure that you also act for what you want. Um, I know a lot of people think, oh no, things are accepted nowadays, piercings and tattoos and you know this kind of dress and your hair this way. You know, it might be accepted, but do you really think it's gonna get you the, the job or the client or the clientele or the impression that you want? One of the things that we're doing, not just as women, but as entrepreneurs, whatever gender you are, is we're giving a first impression and we're and that impression is building into your brand. And if you don't have um, that dress or that look, then you will be judged and somebody may not want to engage in services and you may say, well, then I don't want to engage with them. Okay. But then you just lost your monetization and you just lost your income. So you have to think about those things and first impressions, you can only give that once. And the last, and this is the one I'll kind of end with today, when you're negotiating, be willing to walk away. Know when it's okay to walk away. If someone truly wants you, whether it be as an engaged entrepreneur, as a consultant, as um, an advisor, as an employee, they will always come back. Despite what it may feel like at the time, there's always another opportunity. And if the offer was not ideal, it's all right to leave the situation empty handed. So don't allow this setback to destroy your confidence, your productivity, or even, you know, your happiness or your ability to continue because you want to make sure that you're making the rules and they're playing by your rules. Remember, as you move in from employee to entrepreneur, you're, you're making up the rules. You're the one that has to be happy with, with 
uh, transitioning from employee to entrepreneur. And the only way that you're going to do that is to be willing to walk away when it doesn't fit. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and close out for today. But everyone, make it a great day, a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com. 